I am taking you on a journey where you will know your worth, honor your desires, and attract your dreams unapologetically. This is your dream self, and you're listening to the Dream Self Podcast with Valerie Joanne. I'm a holistic coach, a healer, and a badass babe who's ready to take you to your next level. I help women of color let go of the shackles of their past, heal generational trauma, and create their own rules for their own life. An audacious, bold, free, confident you is waiting. And if you're ready to go deep, and if you're ready to go all in, oh honey, we're just getting started. Hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome and welcome back to Dream Self Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Joanne. I'm a leader, a mentor, a healer, and we get down and dirty, okay? Oh my gosh, it has been forever since I've gone on this mic and talked, and I feel like I've been saying that every single episode recently. My goal is to really come back and be uploading uh, three episodes a month is my goal right now, and it's something that I'm going to be prioritizing more, so please thank you for being patient with me, okay? I really appreciate it. Now, this episode is a little different than normal episodes, I guess, and even the 27th series episodes. Um, This episode is a a recording of an intuitive reading that I had with Vidi, and she is an amazing, beautiful, spiritual old soul as well. And she is just so kind, so sweet, and so generous. And I feel super grateful that she was willing to come on the podcast and be vulnerable with you all. Unfortunately, the entire intuitive reading did not upload. I got about 50 minutes of the audio. Um, so a majority of it did get recorded, but the last 20, which is where we went the deepest, did not get recorded. And I feel like it's for a reason. I feel like her guides are protecting that portion of the recording for one reason or another and I'm releasing control and I'm releasing the expectations of it being perfect and I'm still going to be sharing the 50 minute part of this episode. If you are curious on wanting to do an intuitive reading with me, I you can book them in the show notes or you can DM me on Instagram if you want to book it that way or discuss what it would look like for you. Each one of my intuitive readings is going to look so different and completely unique for individual each individual person. For some intuitive readings, I'm just reading tarot card after tarot card after tarot card. Other ones, I'm more into the astrology. Other ones, I'm just going off of straight downloads that I'm receiving from Spirit, but they're all going to be exactly what you need in that moment. And I'm starting a series where once a month, I want to be sharing an intuitive reading with you all on the podcast. And this is also going to be my way of giving back, giving away these free sessions once a month to one person a month. I don't know if I'm going to do once a month, um, at least right now, but maybe like once a quarter so once every three months uh we're we're gonna play with that um there's gonna be a way that you can apply to have that free intuitive reading and um it's basically because I also know that like not everyone has a financial gain to be investing with me right now, but maybe really wants to be and wants to have that guidance and that reception. So I am going to be having the application down in the show notes below and you can apply at any time to be on the podcast for a free intuitive reading. If you do do this free intuitive reading, the exchange is that I get to upload any and all of it onto the podcast to use to help serve others and to help serve my community and just to also help you guys understand what it is that I do on a more vulnerable level. And again, thank you so much, Vidi, for coming on here, for being the first person, my guinea pig, and for me troubleshooting all of it as well. I did want to do some background into this intuitive reading because I think it's really important to know. I did turn off my mic a lot, so you don't really hear me as often because I wanted to make sure that the audio was as good as it's going to get. Sure, her side is a little bit softer than my side of the audio, so I apologize for any inconvenience that that is going to create for you. And then during one part of the session, I said pre-follicular stage, and I meant to say pre-menstrual phase, which is the luteal phase of the cycle, and if that doesn't make sense right now, it's okay. It'll make sense when you hear me say it. And then I wanted to say too, during this intuitive reading, she was a little bit she had a wall up. And you'll notice too, as you start to listen, anything that I bring up, it's kind of like, yeah, I've already done that. Or yeah, I've been doing that. Or yeah, this is what I do. And in that sense, it's the ego protecting yourself, right? And I was in this exact place for so long and it took me actually receiving support. Um, I think 
what really got me to get rid of it was the Manifestation Babe Academy, which was the biggest investment I've made for myself, which is a full-on like 12-week course or something like that. And that was what finally got me out of this place of, what's it called? Um, Kind of like numbness. It's almost like I'm doing all the right things. I'm practicing all the things, but I'm still not seeing growth or I'm still not getting to where I want to be. Or it's like I'm seeing minimal growth, but it's just not that deep. It's very surface level. It's very like, I'm happy with what I'm doing. What I'm doing is working, but I still feel like there's more. And I was feeling that way for so long. Like I had done all the right things, but nothing was happening. And it really took me really unraveling that and really making my ego and my inner child feel safe enough to fully release and let go and get deeper than what I was getting and to let go of these limiting beliefs and to believe new ones and you'll see that she did kind of have her wall up and for most of the intuitive reading it was like we were having a conversation and it was like we were friends and I knew on a subconscious level that what she needed at that moment was a friend she needed someone to relate to bounce off ideas with to kind of like go back and forth to really just get that point of view first before we really went in deep and I was finally able to break through that wall towards the end and you'll be able to listen to it too where it finally like hits and unfortunately right after we get the hit and we went super super deep um is when it got cut off so um for whatever reason it just is what it is but through I will finish the rest of like what she said after the you listen to the intuitive reading on like what we talked about afterwards but I just wanted to let you guys know that um and I also wanted you guys to pay attention because she said she felt an icky feeling and that this icky feeling was her huge block it ended up being her huge 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 block that she was experiencing and this is a block that a lot of people experience without realizing it or they don't even know what to label it and I just want to say fear isn't you and this block isn't you and I want you to pay attention to see if you can uncover the block before I point it out and to see how if it applies to you in your life so that is more towards the end as well so pay attention and enjoy because I'm so grateful that VD was so willing to be vulnerable and to showcase her story in this intuitive reading. And again, if you want to have an intuitive reading with me, you can book it in the show notes and then also apply for a free one to be on the podcast. Again, I don't know how often I'm going to be doing these, but we'll figure it out together, okay? And then the sponsor for this week or two weeks, depending on how long it takes me to upload another podcast episode, is actually going to be my free death, rebirth, and orgasms masterclass. It is a full-on masterclass embodiment experience where I take you through visualizations, guided meditations, Reiki, journaling. You're going to go deep and by the end of this masterclass, you will be transformed into someone completely different. You will be unrecognizable. The old self of you would have died completely and you will be completely reborn into your dream self. If you are interested in this, I have the link in the show notes below or you can DM me on Instagram or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio as well to sign up for this free masterclass. I don't know how long I'm going to have it free for, so enjoy that. I love you so, so, so much and let's listen to this intuitive reading. Um, My first question is going to be, do I have permission to talk to your highest self, your spirit guides, your ancestors? Absolutely. So is there anything that you want to like direct in like a general way or did you just want to like pull a couple cards? Is there anything that's coming to mind currently? Um, The only thing that comes to mind is just career-wise, but I'm open to anything that my ancestors my guide spirit want me to know that's always what i my go-to whatever i need to know or should be in my awareness let's start with that okay let's see i'm just gonna shuffle the cards real quick okay so the first card i pulled was queen of swords and i feel like this one gives me the image that you have finally taken control of the part of your path that you have been giving away from others you're finally taking in that authority and especially with like the monarch or the butterflies that are surrounding this goddess in the tarot picture um to me like butterflies simplify transformation um because they go from caterpillar to the cocoon to the butterfly and i don't think you're in your butterfly season yet but i think you're 
in your way of the cocoon season. Like right now it's about integration and amplifying the change and even just allowing yourself to transform into the butterfly and transitioning from one path to the other. How is that resonating so far? It resonates a lot because I'm not really sure what the butterfly signifies. I just know it can be something really good. And I've been (laughs) seeing them lately when I've been taking my dog out to like just walk around or just I've noticed them and they always like give me like a warm feeling every time because I know it's kind of like something good is coming. So that definitely resonates a lot. And um, definitely the whole transformation part as far as me not getting the butterflies. I definitely do feel like I'm in the caterpillar kind of getting like the emotions are definitely stirring up in here. And I definitely feel that those emotions for sure kind of stirring up. Yeah, it's definitely like, I feel like the cocoon part or no, I feel like the hardest part of the metamorphosis of the butterfly is the part where after you've even transformed into a butterfly, you, the butterfly will wait on the cocoon for I think like 24 hours to allow their wings to fully dry. So even after you transform, there is going to be this like waiting game of actually living your life as the butterfly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And this is, I think, also a reminder that when you get to that part and you notice that like nothing in your life has changed, to just be patient, to wait and allow the integration process to happen. I also think right now with the three of wands energy, it's very like I'm getting like battlefield and kind of like not wanting to step on like mines or like not wanting anything to explode, but also allowing the transformation to happen and like celebrating it at the same time and there's hesitation with like following this path it's like you're almost celebrating it but you're also like afraid to do the wrong thing or afraid to go in a certain place at the same time that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) just because um this uh, new transition in career paths is definitely something that i'm not used to or ever even thought so like what you mentioned how I don't want to say in in my like experience or or in my story it's kind of like I don't want to say the wrong thing because for me sometimes it like discourages me or like my ego gets to her and I'm like no this isn't this isn't what we're supposed to do so I'm definitely like planning in my head like okay what's the approach we're going to do with this new journey that we're going to do and I don't want to like I said, say the wrong things, do the wrong um, like business negotiations. And all that's very scary for myself and for my ego as well. So, but like you said, um, it's kind of like, I don't want to do the wrong thing, but I also, it's like one foot in, but like one foot back type of thing that I, I know I have to move forward and I'm going to be making mistakes. And that's part of the learning process. But I'm also like, I don't want to make the wrong mistakes. So it's just like, if you don't do it, you don't get nothing wrong type of thing. So that makes a lot of sense why that card came up. Yeah. And I feel like what my, my question for you is, um, where have you, like, where in your life have you actually made the wrong decision? Like, why is that such a big fear for you? I don't want to say it's because, I mean, um, that I've made a wrong decisions. I feel like everything is unfolded perfectly, but um, a lot of it has to do with um, how I was brought up with uh, my Hispanic family that they're kind of just like, uh, they've never been risk takers in any way. And I've been the only one that like went to college, got through it myself. I bought my own place, like without any like kind of stability, but they're always kind of like, you want to do this and then you want to do this. Like you can't quit your job unless you have another one ready for you. So it's kind of like if I make the wrong choice, then there can be consequences. But, um, and that's always like been instilled in my head. Like there was a, a time where for my job, when I was working in television that I was offered to go produce a show in New York and I was really excited. I was going to take the next step. And then my mom was kind of like, no, you don't know what's going to happen over there. Like it can go terribly wrong. Like this is your very first time, like in a new state and you're doing this big job. I still ended up doing it, but it was a lot of those, like all that got kind of like in my head. And I had like a panic attack before I left. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I mess up? This is like my only 
shot in Hollywood and if I messed this up then like my career's done but it was like a, a lot of that constantly in my childhood like you know if you do the wrong step like it can be like detrimental so I think that has a lot to do with like if I make the wrong mistake I can just like lose everything which is not gonna happen but it's been ingrained in my head for a very long time yeah I think like a lot of times especially when it's like I'm assuming your family is like immigrated or like first gen or second gen mm -hmm. but it's just I feel like especially in those situations it's very like oh we need the structure and stability because that's what they were going after right like they immigrated yeah. for the structure and stability and so they're pushing that on to you because that's all that they were able to focus on in their life because that is a very important step of the process and one thing that I've realized with um like a lot of healing work especially when it comes to like especially when it comes to women of color or people of color specifically is that so there's this thing called the hierarchy of needs I don't know if you've ever heard of it no okay so in the hierarchy of needs it basically states that unless your basic needs are met you're not going to be focused on anything else besides your basic needs and basically what that means is unless you have the structure or stability and like whatever way that is for you because for different people stability and structure means different things or it could be like food and water and shelter right and unless you have those three things you are not going to be focused on connecting with your highest self. You're going to be focused on getting food on the table. You're going to be focused on getting clean water. You're going to be focused on finding a place to live. And so when our parents give us advice, it's not that they're like necessarily, it's just that they don't have the awareness to look past that because that's all that they were able to focus on. But because that they provided the structure and stability and our basic needs growing up, we get to go past that and we get to have the privilege of asking ourselves, isn't there more to life than this? And that's where I think the big disconnect comes from, from our parents and ourselves. And I basically bring that up to say, have awareness where your parents are coming from and that it has nothing to do with you. So don't make it about you because at the end of the day, it's more about them providing the structure and stability and like what they think is best it's obviously because they love you and they're trying to do what's best for you in that term of advice but their whole awareness is on a different level and we can never make them understand because they just didn't get to live that life until we're able to show them like physically a different way so until you get there they're not going to change. Oh, yeah. I, I can definitely see a lot of instances where that has already happened with just like, it's more so um, it's kind of like, um, I'll believe it when I see it type of thing, not like the other, you know, alternative, which is like having more faith that it's all going to work, work out. But I definitely understand um, where they're coming from. And I try my best to, <laughs> to do what you say, like, it's not about me. It's just they're just projecting their their love for me and they just want me to be okay but yeah it's definitely something I've, I've been trying my best to work on and not get like offended or like um, my ego is just like you know what they might be right yes and I think that also comes with our expectations about our parents and so one of the hardest things that I had to learn was lowering my expectations when it comes to my mother and it was really difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was not the easiest. <laughs> but once I like analyzed where my expectations of like what I wanted with my parents, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like tell them about this like cool job that I'm going to get or I'm going to tell them about like X, Y, Z. They're going to be like so excited for me because they love me. So they're obviously going to support me. But like, I don't even know why I would think that because there is no evidence of that like my entire life. But I would still go in with like that expectation of like, oh, they love me. They're going to love this idea because they just love the best for me. But it's like they want the best for you. They love you. But they're not going to necessarily support what you want or support because they're going to have their own opinions of what they think is best for you. And also, too, like now that I've become a mother, too, and like I'm raising a toddler and a baby, like it definitely makes a lot more sense to me because like 
imagine literally dedicating like 90% of your day and 90% of your time to like keeping this child alive. Like my one-year-old tries to off himself all the time. Like obviously it's not on purpose, but like they're just like, I don't know how he always finds his way to get into trouble. And then to imagine him growing up and to like letting go of the reins, it's still like, oh, I know what's best. I'm the adult. But at that point, they're the adult. And it is hard to let go of that. I'm not going to lie. I haven't even experienced it yet, but I can already imagine. And just analyzing what your expectations are with them and realizing like, okay, I'm going to tell my parents about this. They're probably not going to approve about it, but I still want to share this with them because I'm excited about it. And even if they're not excited about it, it's not going to change what I think. It's not going to change what I do. I just want to share it with them. Right. Definitely writing that one down for sure. (laughs) Because like you said, my expectations are like, always super high because I get so excited. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is such a good idea. It's going to work out because I'm very positive like 98% of the time. I'm like, it's going to work out. You know, I'm going to program my subconscious to believe this is going to all work out and I'm going to manifest it. It's going to be great. And then I tell them and then they start using their logic brain and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, but like we'll get there when we get there. Don't get put all this like negativity in my mind like what if it doesn't work out and then I'm like but what it what if it does yeah and (laughs) don't lose that okay do not lose that skill because delusion is your superpower yeah I agree I saw your your Instagram post and I'm like that's my girl because I live in delusion (laughs) all the time like it might not be like some people might not take it the right way but I live in delusion like my whole life I'm like I don't know how it's gonna happen but it's gonna happen I don't know how I'm gonna get the money to pay for this but it's going to happen one way or another. And let me tell you, it's worked out for me till this day. I don't know how I got this place. I said, I don't know how I get it, but I'm going to get it. And I did. So mm-hmm. it's been working. It's been working. Yes. Delusion is your superpower and keep it like, because it definitely does work. And I also think too, like if we were being realistic or logical about like what it would take to start a business or what it would take to transition, we would not do it because it sounds like a lot more work than what we think it is. Like I thought I would just show up with my business and like everything would happen and it didn't manifest that way, but it's definitely manifesting. And that's the important part. Like the how is not our job. We just need to hold Mm -hmm. the vision, take some action steps towards it and just trust that everything is going to align with us the way it needs to be. Yeah. I always think of it this way. I'm just like, if I can think of the, like, if I have the option to think of how this is going to work out, like, why would I go against myself? Like, if this can be the best experience or the worst experience, why would I lean more so, like, towards the bad experience? It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, why are you rooting against yourself? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yes. And that's where your fear of where you're doing that to yourself because of your fear and because of not wanting to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. I'm like, girl. <laughs> If you can, if it can be the worst or the best experience, why, why do you even let your mind drift? And that's when I tell other people about what I want to do. And then they're like, I'm very easily influenced by these people. I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Maybe it won't. But I'm just like, that's when I need to tap into my delusional self again, or just like not hang out too much with these people or just not mention it even if I'm that excited to share about it because I'm always like oh if it's gonna work out for me I want it to work out for everybody but um not everyone thinks the same so sometimes it's better to just keep things to yourself even if you're super excited because then people can like burst your bubble and you don't end up doing anything because you let them get in your head yes it's very hard honestly to like want someone to react a certain way but that again it goes to like expectations But then it also goes to protecting your vision and protecting yourself. So if you're allowing other people to change the way that you feel about it or the way that you feel about yourself, it means that you're giving other people your authority. Mm, That's deep. Oh, shit. That was was it. Yeah. And so... It's true, though. mm -hmm. And so that means we need to come back to ourselves and... I also like to even go, like, when we have fear pop up, go with it. So I think I shared this with the last time of, like, if you're going, like, what if, what if, what if, what if, then, like, ask yourself, like, what then? So what if this business doesn't work out? What if I don't make money from it? Like, what then? 
oh, well, I guess I will just like learn from this mistake and keep pushing forward, try a different way, maybe get a business mentor or try a different product. Or what if I fail this, quit this job and no job is lined up for me? Well, then I'll try to get with another job or I'll make money in a different way. Like our fear makes it seem like if our worst thing were to come true, it would be the end of the world. But reminding yourself that it's not only not the end of the world, but that there's even solutions to the worst fear happening, it takes away the power of the fear. Right. I should make it like very extreme. Like I make it, sometimes I make the scenario so extreme in the sense that's like, (laughs) I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) but like uh, the outcome, like, oh, well, the business I'm not going to manifest this, but the business, it won't work out. But will you die? You won't. You're going to figure it out. It's kind of like I try to be very extreme like that. So it's just kind of like, okay, it's not that detrimental where I'm going to fucking pass away if this business doesn't work out or if I don't find a job in the next week or so. Like you're still going to be totally fine. Yes, that's exactly what I am like talking about. It's about being like, we're still going to survive. Like no matter what happens, we're going to survive. I also like to think myself at like 70 years old and I'm like (laughs) older and I'm just like, okay, even if I fail, like I'm going to be that cool person that has like all these like experiences under the belt. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, like I interned in Congress. Oh yeah. Like I started my own business. It didn't go well, but I had that experience and I was able to do this and I jet set it to Europe. Like I want to be that person, whether it fails or it succeeds. So no matter what, at the end of the day, like it's going to either be a lesson or a blessing. And Mm -hmm. If you're stubborn enough, it's going to work out. It may not work out how you want it to work out or when you wanted it to work out, but it will work out. Mm -hmm. I mean, they say, like, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, which is Mm -hmm. is so true. It's just like you have this expectation, which is good. Not, I mean, not expectations, but just like visualizing how you're going to feel when you get there, but not necessarily like it has to be this, this way. And that's what I'm working on. That's always been like my big thing that I always wanted to be like very specific. And if it's not that, then I just, I'm like, okay, then I don't want it at all, which is very toxic. But I also wanted to say that I I listened to this podcast a while ago and uh, I forgot what it was called, but I remember the snippet that was so funny and so like, hilarious it was a great tool she said that whenever you have a fear thought give it a funny voice so it's like well what if it doesn't work out and it's just like you want to laugh at it (laughs) to hear how ridiculous you sound so that you don't give power to that anymore so it's just like you take away that feel like it sounds like ridiculous you sound ridiculous saying these things so then you kind of just like okay you move on and you just like get your power back in a sense yeah it's reminding yourself that at the end of the day like fear isn't you and I think that's like what that example shows too it's like fear isn't you like that's just your feeling that's just an emotion that's just like a vibration that's flowing through your body but it's not you and it's about like protecting your vision and protecting your authority and building yourself up to the point that no matter what anyone else thinks no matter what anyone else believes will come true for you, that you're able to sit there and be like, but I know what's right for me. Because no one has access to your thoughts or your feelings or what's going on in your head or the vision that you can see. So like, even if you were to think about like, if you were to think about it from like a third party perspective, like you're just like going over to like your friend or whatever, and you're just like, oh yeah, like I have this vision and this is going to happen and then this is going to happen and then this is going to happen. And like, while you may be excited for your friend, you're just like thinking like, that literally makes zero sense. Like, how is that even going to work out for you? Like, like logically, like even if you were the other person, like you would probably think similar things of like, okay, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, that's not even how the world works. But Mm -hmm. they just don't have access to your thoughts, to your vision, to the way that you see things. And it's not even your responsibility to tell them or to show them by, like, having them see your vision. It's just your responsibility to do what's best for you and trust that they will come around if you care about them or that they already believe in you, even if they think that you're illogical. Yeah, I agree. And then I did forget to ask about this earlier, but I was wondering, algae tart. Okay, let's see. 
So your 10th house is in Cancer. It's like right at the zero line. You also have Mercury there. So as you're starting your business, making sure that you are speaking your voice, using your voice, and implementing that into your business because that's going to be your superpower for being seen and for being heard is actually using your voice so even with those like tiktok ideas of like your planners like using your voice um within the audios can be very helpful for allowing you to be seen more often the sun is in your ninth house it's in gemini with the sun in ninth house that also like is indicative of like travel of travel and higher knowledge spiritual not spirituality but like philosophy and things like that so like the way that you can also stay true to yourself is by like traveling whether that's like short distance since you are gemini or even like long distance could even like help even growing your brand or even growing just like how you see yourself and then so you also did have your saturn return how was that for you it hasn't been well, I guess it kind of has been shaky since I had to <laughs> let go of old, my old wants and other goals that I wanted to, that I thought I wanted at the time. So that's been interesting. Um, but it just ha- apparently it was like in April started. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been the only major major thing that's happened. So far since it just happened apparently it lasts a couple of years is that right yeah like a year and a half shit. to two years <laughs> oh shit <laughs> um saturn i it's funny because i've noticed that a lot of my clients or a lot of people who are drawn to me are within their saturn return which makes sense because when your saturn return happens it's basically like an upheaval of your entire life Basically, anything that you push down is being reevaluated. And this is why I think people who are in their 30s are just like so much more carefree and they're just so much like, oh, whatever, like been there, done that. It's because of the Saturn return when it happens around 28 to like 32 years old. And it's because like this brings up all of those fears that you've had, all of the doubts that you've pushed down to like keep going to like follow someone else's dream rather than your own comes to the surface for you to reevaluate it it's like okay these patterns are not serving you so let's get rid of them which can honestly be like really unnerving and this is also when a lot of people tend to have like kind of not a midlife crisis because like but kind of a midlife crisis where you just kind of like transition you change your entire life and everyone's just looking at you like cut your hair change jobs quit over here buy a puppy it's just like so many like things going on where (laughs) you're just like get a new card it's just like what the heck happened but the things that are coming up are coming up because saturn wants you to reevaluate this saturn wants you to change it and to lean into it so even with the chaos, lean into it, surrender to it, because this is going to teach you so much more information that like when you utilize it, like your 30s are going to be like even better and even more fun and even more exciting than like your 20s. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Let's see. Jupiter is also conjunct your Venus right now. So it's in the eighth house. But with Jupiter conjunct your Venus, like you're going to have a lot of luck with like luxury, especially. Oh, wait, your Venus is in Aries. But especially when it comes to like even like building things, even like leaning into like what you feel is like wealth, love, and luxury, lean into that because that's where you're going to have the most luck right now. That's also where your manifestations are just going to amplify when you lean into your venus energy because of jupiter and even your wealth like if you take advantage of this conjunct right now it's gonna amplify a lot of your life and like the good fun feelings of venus and jupiter so i started to laugh because or giggle or smile because (laughs) i have some my the business that i'm creating is um their luxury birthday bags that I'm making because I was like I've never found like a really nice birthday bag to give somebody I always have like the rink-a-dink multicolored birthday bag so I was like I'm gonna make a luxurious birthday bag so right now that you're like leaning into the luxury I was like I just want people to feel like good when they like (laughs) I just want people to feel really really good when they receive and want to give a gift it's just 
I was, that's, I'm just like, oh my God, this makes a lot of sense. Could it be a coincidence? I don't believe in coincidences, but mm-hmm. I'll lean into it and say, this is probably why I'm so gravitated towards it. I'm like, this is it for me. This is what I want to make luxury birthday bag. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Keep maybe like do the luxury <laughs> stationery, like do it that's because I, like lean into all of that stuff. Like really want luxurious like I'm I'm super into stationary stuff and I'm like every journal I have is like super like flimsy paper I just want like a nice thick luxurious like notebook it's just all I want that's all I want it's so funny (laughs) and that actually reminds me too of like have you used your menstrual cycle to like help with like just like like planning out your life I should say well, I've just recently started realizing what they all mean from your posts because I am like synced with the moon. So like my period is usually when there is a full moon, like it's during that time. So I was like, does this mean I'm a witch? Or <laughs> I don't know what this means. Does this mean I have like extra powers? Well, I need to utilize them to my benefit. So I'm not sure what it means. That's why I've been like following your posts and I'm like, okay this means that so like take a screenshot and like okay the for the next one I know what to do (laughs) yeah I I think it could be really helpful for you um especially because if you get it during the full moon I think the full moon's coming up if I'm not mistaken yeah it's on Saturday yeah because I usually get my period on the waning moon like literally every single month so far um but usually when you get your period on the full moon it is like it is like closely related more to like a witch because it's like (laughs) your more focus is inward too because when you have your period on the new moon that is when you're more synced up with giving to others where it's when you have your period on the full moon it's when you're more synced on to giving to yourself fulfilling yourself you're more focused inward on your career on yourself and like that's like in alignment with what is in your life right now, basically. And then the reason why I brought it up too was because when you're in your pre like bleed or pre follicular stage or like right before your bleed that week before is like the perfect time to like analyze like what isn't working. And so if your brain is in that stage, like that's a good time to be like, what do I hate about these planners? Like what would I make it better? Like, that'd be the best time to, like, sit down and, like, really think about, like, how you would want it to go. And then on your bleed, like, release all of, like, your fear surrounding it because, like, you're literally releasing. Release your old identity, um, especially the first two days. It's super powerful. You're also most connected to your intuition on your pre-bleed and during your bleed. And that's when you can, like, release, like things that didn't work maybe a prototype of a journal that you felt really frustrated with and you're just like oh fuck this shit like that's a good time to release it when you're on your period and then in pre-ovulation so right after you finish your period that's a good time to brainstorm so you have the information of what isn't working released all your fears and doubts of like what has been happening all you released all your old prototypes Now you want to like brainstorm. Okay, so like how would this look? What would luxury feel like? Oh yeah, it would look like this and it'll look like that. And then that's where you set your intentions to fully dive deep into like the planning process. And then when you're ovulating, that's when you're a manifestation powerhouse. So you can literally create anything in like thin air because that's when you have all the energy and hormone levels to actually create it into life so that's when you like take the action steps you're building the journal you're starting the instagram you're creating that website because you have all the energy and just with all the intentions you set you're able to just create those intentions into your reality and then it's like a whole process again but that's like how you can apply it to like your business and like really make it in alignment and take advantage of the way that your brain is working throughout the entire cycle that's so funny because today I'm getting the samples and <laughs> the samples for my dogs. So it's like, uh, and this is the, the point where I'll be able to, like you said, pre-bleed. It's just like, what do I like? What do I don't like? So, and then um, this is obviously my pre-bleed cycle. And then my cycle will start in like a couple days. 
So it's all sinking together <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it, it it works always in your favor, but you just have to know. Like, not everyone knows what you're just saying, and just like you said, it's it's always working for you. You just have to get the right guidance. So, thanks to your pose, I was like, okay, there has to be something I can utilize to like make my manifestation or just like my life unfold how I wanted to, and like mm-hmm. use it to my advantage for sure. Yeah, and it's also helpful too because when you work in alignment with like your body's energy and your body's wisdom, you're going to feel a lot less frustrated because you're not going against like you're not trying to like create a journal during your bleed time. You're not trying to be the high energy person right before your period. You're like not trying to just like sit and wait during ovulation and it's just going to feel more in alignment to the point where you're not in frustration. You're just in like flow like in flow with your flow basically and I think that that is just so much nicer than going against like what our bodies have been taught and it is definitely like a lost art that I wish people more people knew about it yeah for sure that's what I always try to like dive more into um these types of things because I'm just like I feel like there's like so much more that we don't know about and just like there's no coincidence that all these things are happening for this reason but yeah so it's very helpful for real yeah and it's funny because like anytime I feel called to say something people are always like oh yeah like this is what's happening in my life I'm like okay that's why I felt called to say that because you literally just needed to hear it yeah okay and then I did pull up another card Okay, I was trying to pull up your human design, but I did pull up Nymph of Swords. And she's telling me that she that you're in like creation mode, that you're in like creativity, you're like like you're holding the power, you're holding the energy and to utilize everything that's happening within you because there is power in your passion right now there's power in your creativity and i also think that has to do with like the jupiter and venus transit and also the fact that you have venus um conjunct your ascendant so like how you show up in the world is very like luxurious and your venus is in libra so yeah it's like very like no sorry jupiter is conjunct your ascendant so you get a lot of luck when it comes to being yourself and just showing up as yourself And people tend to see that as, like, someone who's, like, easygoing, who's, like, carefree, who, like, likes balance and just, like, expansion of where your joy, wealth, and creativity, like, can come from. Like, I always see Jupiter as, like, a manifestation planet. And with it being, like, conjunct to your ascendant, it's, like, who you are. And by showing up with, like, how you show up in the world can, like, bring you that luck amplified. It is square your moon and your Mercury, so you may, and your Mercury's opposite your moon, so you probably have a lot of trouble with communicating your feelings, with expressing your feelings, (laughs) and uh, overcoming, like, the part where you're, I feel like there's just this belief that if you're emotional, then you can't be lucky, or you can't be yourself, almost, that it's like, you have seen your emotions as getting in the way and that has also is part of what has made you be a little bit more quiet or fearful of communicating how you feel about things or even like expressing how you want to show up in the world even if it's like how you dress how you do your hair how you do your makeup it's like you're second guessing it all instead of just being like here it is this is me like I love me I'm here and there's just that fear of like if I speak my truth then like people are gonna think bad about me or what are people gonna think especially with it being in Libra um because Libra tends to care what other people think I've noticed (laughs) and I think it's just that energy of they care a lot about justice and they don't want someone to feel bad or like they don't want to feel responsible for someone feeling a certain type of way So they end up sometimes like tiptoeing around how they actually feel rather than just showing up as themselves. Yeah, that resonates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it definitely resonates. 
Um, and I hate to tie it back to like my childhood, but it, I mean, it usually stems from that. Just like, um, again, culture issues. It's just like, you already have everything. What do you have to complain about type of stuff? And also like, I'm usually a very like happy, positive. I've always been since I was little, but I remember like my mom would be like, you're the, you're the happy one. Why are you sad? And then that was like my identity. So I'm just like, oh, I can't be sad. I'm the happy one type of thing. So that makes sense. But now that I've been in this new relationship with my boyfriend, he would always say things like in the beginning, we had trouble because I would suppress the things that he would do. And then eventually I'm just like, I would explode. And that was definitely not healthy. So since then, I've been, I've had like a year or so that I've been working on, like if something is upsetting or if I don't like something, I say it that moment, like, or by the end of the day, I'll try to say something like, hey, you know what? I didn't like that you did this or I didn't like that you did that. I'm just being a lot more vocal to my emotions because I've just been so used to like suppressing everything for so long and just like, because I didn't want to inconvenience somebody or make somebody feel bad because I'm sure it wasn't their intention to like make me, because I would always justify my emotions like, oh, you know, you probably feel that way because X, Y, Z, but I wouldn't ever give myself that grace that like, you know, they did mess up and you have the right to feel X, Y, Z. So don't just brush it off, like let yourself feel it and tell them how they made you feel and just grow from that. But it's definitely resonated for a very long time until recently, for sure. Yeah, I think it's honestly so hard to just be like, oh, I'll just keep the peace and like put it down, especially like when you grow up in like a non-confrontational family. Or even if you grew up in like a very confrontational family, then you're like, I'm going to keep the peace because then this is just going to go south. Like they're not going to listen to me type Mm -hmm. of thing, too. But so you are getting really good at it with your partner. But are you good at it with yourself? I would say so. Before I wouldn't like, I would give myself like time. Like you have two days to feel sad. (laughs) And then after that, we're moving on because this is, you're you're not, we're not going to let yourself linger with sadness, which was okay. But like, I would give myself like these two days feel sad as much as you want. But then after that, we're done. We're moving on. So even if, if I did have lingering sadness, it's just like, I couldn't feel it. Because I told myself, no, we're not going to feel it. So now I'm like actually giving myself that grace. I'm like, there's no like time period. Just like let yourself feel it as much as you need to. And then we'll move on together. And if it creeps up, then like we'll revisit it sometimes. But it's not like, um, like no, you get to feel it this time. And then that's it. Definitely leaning into like respecting my emotions a lot more. And just giving myself that grace to feel something other than happy right yeah is how is that going with your business since it's just starting it's been a lot of like the fear stuff which is fine I'm just like you know what babe it's like something new everyone feels scared when it's something new so I'm like leaning into the emotion but I'm not letting it take over type of thing but like I said since it's like so brand new I'm letting myself kind of ride the wave but don't like let it take full control because if I do, then it's like, then nothing else will happen. And we're not trying to, we're not, not trying to go down that path. Mm-hmm. Have you tried EFT tapping for it? Not for like that aspect, but just like in general and it has worked, but I haven't ever thought about doing that for like uh, the business part. Yeah. For I sure. would try doing some EFT tapping. Um, I can also send you, like, the script that I have for it, so you can kind of, like, implement your own words into it, basically. But I think EFT EFT tapping can be, be, I don't know why I cannot speak right now, be very helpful for you. And just, like, regulating your nervous system and, like, allowing you to feel the fear, but then also, like, transmute it. Because I do think that there's, like, there, it's a balancing act of being able to feel your emotions, release them, and then move on, but also giving yourself, mm-hmm. like, the time and the space to feel them and not wallow in them. It's like, it's like a, 
I think there's a thin line and finding that line for you is important. And did you have any questions about like your fears or like where you're going or like? Mm, I feel like I kind of already know those answers. Like where am I going? Because I feel like we kind of tapped into it um, our last session. Um, But if guides have any messages for me for how I should I should tackle this new adventure it's gonna it's already I already know what it's gonna say but I'll just <laughs> want to hear it again <laughs> let me shuffle real quick I'm gonna say chill out just decide what you want we're gonna help you I've already decided do birds have any significance to you yes <laughs> <laughs> hummingbirds or any type of birds uh any type of bird. I am an avid bird watcher. I fucking <laughs> love birds. Today I saw a blue jay super close to me. I was like, oh my God. I mean, I've seen them every, I see them all the time. But every time I see a new bird, I'm like, I freak out because I get so excited. But hummingbirds are around all the time. But just birds in general, they're great. Yeah. I felt like the need to say that birds, like about birds. But I also think like that kind of goes in with your son in the ninth house of just like needing freedom. Like, freedom is, like, important to you and, like, soaring, elevating, reaching new heights with yourself, with your business. And it's just, like, the constant growth and, like, evolving type of thing. I got Hummingbird specifically because of the Nymph of Swords card because there's, like, birds on it and they're green, which just reminds me of Hummingbirds. Mm -hmm. And I know that the meaning of Hummingbirds is, like, death, speed, love. And like, <laughs> um, like a lot of like those transformative symbols too. And then also like with the speed because they are like the fastest moving birds, like with how they fast, they like flap their wings and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like with both the birds and like the butterfly, I don't know if you've ever heard of like, if a butterfly flaps its wings, then like it causes a hurricane, like that quote. Mm-hmm. There's a quote. Let me look it up. <laughs> Why do you look it up? Fun, not, I guess it's a fun little tidbit, but um, from our last session, when you suggested that I release the old version of myself that no longer served me into Mother Earth, when I did that, there was a hummingbird that was like, that appeared like right after. And I was like, I didn't know what it meant, but I was like, oh, hummingbird, I know they're like, good luck. Some people like make wishes when they see like hummingbirds and but I was like, oh my God, a hummingbird, that's a good sign. <laughs> Everything's a good sign for me. And then the fact that it means death, it means you let it go. Yeah, successfully. I think I had I think I had messaged you. It was like I let it go. It was like hard for my ego that was like, no, this was a part of us. And I'm like, no, bitch, like it was a part of us. And it always will be a part of you, but that part yeah. of you isn't gonna be calling the shots anymore. Yeah. Yeah, bitch, take a seat. Not anymore. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and the quote is, um, when a butterfly flutters its wings in one part of the world, it can eventually cause a hurricane in another. Oh. And it's not like scientifically Powerful. proven, but it's mainly just like, basically the whole premise of the quote is like one small flap of a butterfly's wings can have monumental impact, right? Like it, the butterfly is just flapping its wings, but it causes a hurricane in another part of the world. And it's basically saying that like, With every step that you're taking, with every moment that you're pushing forward, you are eventually causing in, like, another lifetime, if you believe in, like, different dimensions. And, like, another dimension, (laughs) that version of yourself that already has, like, the highest level of your dreams, it's because of the steps that you're taking now. Mm -hmm. And so trusting that, like, each small step, even if it's, like, 1% better, even if it's, like, 0.1% better, is still a step in the right direction and even like if a butterfly's wings can cause like a hurricane you choosing and aligning with where you want to be is gonna cause your dreams and manifestations to come that much faster and even not even faster but that much harder like it's gonna even blow you away of what you're able to accomplish but it's just because you took the step and you chose to believe in yourself rather than believing in your fears right I totally, I totally agree with that just because, um, also that movie, Everything Everywhere, all at once. 
Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. I'll have to like look that. Okay, one. you <laughs> definitely watch it because it talks about this specific thing. How there's like multiple dimensions, and in another reality, you can be like a ballerina because you used to take classes <clears throat> when you were little, and you just kept going. So there's a dimension where you mm. were that, and it's just like. For example, yourself, like you started leaning more into your guides, like you took this path, but there could have been another alternate universe where you're like, no, that's nothing. I'm not going to just dismiss it. And you were like someone completely different doing something. You'd like it. It's good. That sounds really interesting. I'm, I'm like yeah. taking a note of that. And then yeah. I'm also like. Watch it and let me know. Okay. Thank you for the recommendation. And then I did pull the star reversed. And so basically, like what the star <laughs> reverse is telling us is kind of like you're not shining with your full potential yet. And I do think some of that just has to do with that Mercury in the 10th house. And it it's, has to do with you speaking your truth. I think you're still not being fully honest with yourself. I feel that or what's being shown to me basically is the fact that you're not being fully honest with yourself. And I think that has to do with like the Mercury being in your 10th house and that being with like with where you shine the brightest because that's where the sun was at its highest when you were born. And there's something that's that you're still resisting, whether it's like an identity or a belief that you're pretending doesn't exist because you don't want to deal with it. So Mercury is in your 10th house, which is where the sun was at the highest point in your chart when you were born. And so that's kind of like how you show up in the world. And mm -hmm. it also has to do with like your career. And so basically what I was saying is that there is some part of you that is resisting and pushing down. It's like a belief or identity that doesn't serve you anymore that you're afraid to let go of for whatever reason and that's preventing mm -hmm. you from truly showing up as yourself and speaking your truth there's something where you're not being honest with yourself mm. i'm trying to think what because i let my old tv self go so that was like i mean yeah it still comes around and i'm just like mm -hmm. oh um especially since and i'm, I'm right now i'm just getting like a download kind of that like my boyfriend when he's like um when I, the other day i told him like i'm just so frustrated like i just want to like like get a job again like in not tv but just like that's all i know how to do right like write and you know be in tv and he's like well you can always do like a freelance thing like write as a freelancer and i'm just like i don't want to do that i just don't want to do that in my head so i don't know if that might also be that like part of me that won't let that part go that just still like in the back of my head like oh if it doesn't work out I can still just like freelance or if I need like extra cash or something I can still freelance and do that even though I completely dread it and I hate it and I do not find any happiness in doing that in that world mm -hmm. I think it may have something to do with that but I think it's deeper than that because I don't think there's necessarily a problem with being like, oh, if this doesn't work out, I can just go back to TV. Like, I don't think there's a problem in that necessarily. Obviously, like, you shouldn't have plan Bs or whatever of all the manifestation teachers say. But mm -hmm. if that helps your ego, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if that helps you from not freaking out so much, as long as you're not making decisions based off like, oh, if this doesn't work, I'll just go into TV. It, it should be more of like a, there's no end, as in like, I'll be fine regardless. I have multiple solutions. Like, if you use it as that, great. But I think it's a little bit deeper than that. Like, why do you have that belief? Or like, why does that come up for you frequently? Of, oh, I can just go back. Like, where... What is that need that's being fulfilled with that? Um, I think this goes back to what we talked about last time of like, oh, I need to make money. I need to mm. have some type of income that I was used to, like a good chunk of it. Like I want that now because that's what I was used to for so long. Um, I think that's why I like continuously like go back to that 
those thoughts because I'm just like, okay, the business is going to start and it's obviously not saying that it's not going to be successful or anything, but it's like, it's going to take some time to grow some momentum. It's going to take a couple months. And I think that's why it like constantly shows up in my head. Like, Oh, well, like you can do like a part-time as this, or like, you know, just take these freelance jobs to get more of an income to kind of support it. And I, I like have, I don't, I don't want to say like an icky feeling, but I do have an icky feeling when I think about that. Cause I'm just like, then you're not a hundred percent like having the faith that it's all going to work out and that the money's going to come in. And that's why I kind of like, again, that logical brain like steps in like, Oh, maybe you should just for like security. And it's just like, yeah, it, it would be great. But like, I need to tap into that, like faith more that, you know what, maybe somebody like, like wants this like bulk order of like a hundred bags and that's like going to pay for whatever X, Y, Z. But I feel like if I have that backup plan, it's like, I'm not fully having the faith with the universe that like you guys got it. Like I did my part, like now you guys like handle the rest. That's why I think that's why I feel like that icky feeling of like, Oh, I need to get like something else just like for other needs. And all the other needs are already like taken care of one way or another, like money just like happens to appear. Like my boyfriend's like, Oh, don't worry. I'm going to pay for whatever, whatever, whatever. So it's just like, it's not necessarily that I need to, like we talked about the other day. It's just that like, it's that conditioning of like, oh, I need to, because these are the things I need to like survive. Yeah. I think it can be very overwhelming. And you did highlight where the block is. I don't know if you noticed it though. No. (laughs) It does sound so much. We love Gemini season. I do too. It's <laughs> but it has to do with the feeling that you're feeling. And the icky? Yeah. Icky feeling, yeah. Yeah. It's shame. Sure. Every time I think about it, oh mm-hmm. shame as in like shame like I'm not making money right now. Cause that I would agree. <laughs> I think it's more shame in how you're feeling about it. Because the way that you were talking about it with your words of saying like, oh, I know that I should just be trusting or like, I should just be doing this or I should release the how and like give it to the universe. Like I'm not fully in it. Like you feel shameful for the fact that you think that because you're not fully in it or fully believing and fully trusting in the universe that it's not going to happen. And you feel shame that you're not enough or that you're not believing in it enough or that if you don't fully put into it, that it's not going to come true. Oh, for sure. Like I'm already like tearing up. <laughs> so it definitely resonates for sure. Uh, you know, what? it's it's so funny because I haven't been able to put not a label, but like a word to what I have been feeling until right now. That's how I was like, oh, wait, what? shame shame just it's just such a like bad not a bad word but it's a low vibe word for me which are for a lot of people too but that's definitely what I've been feeling for sure because um like I feel like I should be giving it a lot more um attention or like trust into it but um I can't because I still have that like fear in the back of my head Mm mm-hmm And I also want you to pay attention to the words that you use in that direct sentence. I should be paying more attention to it, but I can't. Mm -hmm. So those words are amplifying how you're showing up because you're one with the should, you're making it like a chore. You're making it be like something that has to be done rather than this is literally your dream. Like this isn't a chore. This isn't something you should be doing. This is what you came here to do like this is part of your dharma part of your expression it's not a should this is a privilege and then with the can't you're limiting your ability to show up for yourself and you're giving yourself that shame for feeling like you should but you're not and for okay i hope you enjoyed that intuitive reading i'm so sad that the rest of it got cut off but everything is happening for a reason so for whatever reason it wasn't supposed to be heard by the masses okay um i also was wondering if you noticed how she would sometimes use her parents as a way to convince herself not to do it and to kind of just 
like always checking in on what they think is a way subconsciously you're trying to have someone convince you not to do it or to make yourself feel better about doing it. And it's an interesting thing that we do, especially... I've noticed it a lot with women of color specifically because for so long we're always being told what to do and once we finally grow up and we realize that nobody is telling us what to do, we end up feeling lost or like we don't have a purpose or we just feel very confused with what to do with our lives and what we even want to do because we don't even know how to tap into that because for so long we've been serving the needs and wants of our parents, we haven't learned how to serve the needs and wants of ourselves and that was kind of what we dived into in the end of the call was childhood, parenting, and just going deeper into that shame. And it was a super powerful release for her during our intuitive session. And I'm so grateful again that she was so vulnerable and so willing to put it up, even if not all of it got to get uploaded. I do hope that this intuitive reading served you in any type of way. And I also hope that this interests you to get an intuitive reading done for yourself because they are super powerful. And I'm just super excited. Whenever someone books one, I'm like, yay, I'm like, so happy. They're some of my favorite sessions. And yeah, also if you're interested in going even deeper, I am offering three and six month coaching packages, which is the Dream Self Activation Coaching Package and three or six months of basically six or 12 intuitive readings. And you get embodiment guides, you get direct support from me, you get a personal number to text throughout the set be in between the sessions. And it is a place to completely transform and upheaval your life. So that way you're a completely new person, like soul level emotionally and physically as well. So if you're looking for more one-on-one support like that, you can apply with the link in the show notes below or you can DM me on Instagram to see if this is right for you. Again, I love you so much and I hope you enjoyed this intuitive reading, this new type of podcast that's going to be a series. And if you are interested in getting a free one, you can always apply as well. I wouldn't wait to hear back for the free one. Like if you want one, just get it. And then you could always get like another free one later potentially. Um, but it, I, the free one I hope to be more for people who genuinely want the support but genuinely cannot afford it. And so it's like my way to level the playing field a bit more, especially for women of color. So yeah, that is where I'm at. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful time. I love you so much and I'll see you guys or talk to you guys in the next video. Bye.